queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. OMG, ladies, I swear to God, you can sum up this past week in the wrestling community, in the wrestling world, as fucking chaos. Absolute chaos. But who's causing it more? Vince or the damn dirt sheets? That's easy. It's the dirt sheets because if they did any kind of due diligence, they would realize that Vince McMahon is still under SEC and federal investigations for all of his underhanding deals when it comes to buying and selling of anything. So even if he was to sell the company, he would be scrutinized by the federal government, which would not be in his favor since it is democratically owned and he's a friend of Trump. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. But we're going to dive all that. We're going to dive into all this uh, with the whole episode and everything. But I want to point out the most beautiful thing I the most beautiful thing I actually saw this past week. Now, I didn't watch the whole pay-per-view, but if you saw the clips online from Hard to Kill, um Mickey James's entrance before her championship match, the first time she really brought her native Indian um the Indian and Native American culture to impact and everything that was absolutely beautiful representation i i don't know how many times i watched it i could watch it over and over again that was like fucking phenomenal did y'all get a chance to see it or i was working no 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 i mean the clip online. no i haven't watched shit dude i've been working all weekend okay okay but yeah it's like look up hard to kill mickey james's entrance uh from hard to kill and everything it was like absolutely beautiful Okay, now, uh, before we actually get into discussions, uh, Kayla, I um, let's get this out of the way as well. Kayla, you have some grievances you need to address? Oh, shit. What's that supposed to mean? You're pulling a me. You're rubbing off on her. Wrestling community. The whole Twitter has been flowing. Who is going to dethrone Jade Cargill? Who's going to to end her streak half of the wrestling community is saying stat which i agree but the fucking bimbos out there that says it needs to be mercedes monet or mercedes sasha banks or whatever the fuck she's going by these days she needs to stay the fuck out of AEW. a former wwe champion does not need to come in there and take it away from another og i am sick and tired of you thinking that they need to come in and take an opportunity away from somebody else that's already been there best friends are already getting screwed with the tag titles and the trio titles we got the freaking elite back trio titles that's bullshit so keep mercedes out of your mouth no she don't fucking deserve to be a aew champion because one she don't be she's not in that promotion two aew don't need her and three she don't need to get it before stat if somebody og in aew already there does break it before her i'm okay with that she'll eventually get it but no former wwe so sit back shut up and get your priorities straight i swear every time on this show it always seems like we're bat. it's like we're bashing one of my favorites or texas but in this case I'm not bashing Sasha Banks. You want me to bash her? I will. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just saying she does not deserve a title in AEW just by fucking showing up. I'm not bashing her, but I can. 
Kayla, I was about to say that I agree with you. Okay, but don't sit there and say bashing when I wasn't. I was just faced. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I would like to express this. Kat was merely saying that we either bash one of her faves somehow, or we bash Texas. But this time, this was neither, because she agrees with what Kayla was saying. I would like to add something. Dear AEW, I know you had a hardcore tag women's match this past week on Rampage, but again, can you actually do women's matches without gallons of blood? That, that, that seems to be the only way you can have good matches is when they're bleeding. And the fact that that is the only way that you can really have quote-unquote good matches really puts WWE's women division heads over you. And I'm going to say this right now. I'm really enjoying this version of Charlotte. I think this is the more, the most truest version of Charlotte that I have ever seen. She's more relaxed. She's more uh, baby face with the crowd. I absolutely love it. And it was a beautiful, it's just beautiful how she's come back and just made her transition back to the baby face of, of the SmackDown side. I just absolutely love it. Um, I did not like seeing Ruby Soho, Willow Nightingale, um, Anna all covered in blood. Uh, I don't fucking care about Kai Tante. She could be covered in blood all she fucking wants because she's just a giant cunt. Um, she looks like she's a tampon that could be shoved up a giant's hoo-ha. Um, oh, God! Why'd you have to go there? <laughs> because I'm trying to make Kayla laugh. Um, But, yeah, no, 100%, uh, I do agree with the fact that it needs to be an OG that takes the title off of um, Jadeberg. And to anybody who says, well, Bianca's held the title for so long. Bianca can fucking wrestle circles around Jay with one arm tied behind her back with her braid. So your that whole thing is fucking moot. Wait, and they made and, and they made Nyla Rose look like she's fucking weak against Jade, and that's bullshit. So I don't know what Tony Khan's obsession is with Jade. I think it's absolutely just mind-boggling. And um, I will say this. Congrats, Tony. Your team did move on to the divisional playoffs. Um, Whether it's the Bills or the Chiefs, y'all are fucked. So enjoy it. I'm glad y'all got one more game in your stadium. Okay. So, one of the topics... I was mentioning earlier to start off the show and everything was about news reports going out this week and everything that they are moving forward, trying to move forward with the stuff with WWE. Dirt sheets went nuts and it was like saying everything was done with the Saudis, which caused IWC to go into an uproar, but that was later debunked said that was, that was BS and everything. Okay, but here's so, the question. Okay, well, who who started that? Because it wasn't Sean Ross Sapp. It wasn't Raj. It was some fucking jerk off in a circle jerk that decided like no big name actually had that information. And then Ariel comes out and says, no, it's not true. And if you actually know, and, and somebody brought this to my attention, that if you did a little bit of research in Ariel, uh, the ex-UFC writer guy that does a lot of their um, interviews, um, Guess who one of his ex-agents is? It's Nick Khan. So if anybody ah. would know what's going on in the WWE, Ariel would ask Nick. So when he said it's not true, I think people should have just fucking listened to him, but they didn't. Right. Okay. So I'm sorry. I'm a little thrown off right now. Okay. So Kayla, as far as like LaSalle with WWE do you have a particular company in mind who should buy it? Or it's like, what are your thoughts about the whole WWE cell bullshit going on? 
the whole bullshit about it, I mean, honestly, who buys it? I mean, obviously, I don't want the Saudi Arabians or anything to have anything to do with it. Because we all know how they treat women when it comes to women wrestling. I mean, yeah, they get matches and stuff over there now, but, you know, it's still kind of unfair for them, really. Um, I just, honestly, I don't care who buys it. Like, other than the Saudis, I don't care. I want them to buy it. But I just know dirt sheets need to get their shit together. Don't start reporting stuff before you know the facts. Because once it comes out not confirmed, it's only making it's only making you look stupid. And people's not going to want to follow your page. Um, well, crap. I guess that's who's winning our women's rumble this year. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Mansoor? No. For those people who don't know, I was playing Royal Rumble on W2K22, and it had a rumble going. And the winner of the rumble was Dakota Kai. Uh, I'd be okay with that. I would. Thank goodness she uh, deleted, a, uh, eliminated a dew drop out of there. Uh, <laughs> but no. Honestly, I don't care who does, but like I said, get your facts together. Like, yes, I know I report stuff late, but I wait for confirmation. And if I see like, you know, Sean from Fightful or, you know, these big top people actually reporting it, then that's when I'll put it out there. I don't sit there, you know, how do you think EDF Sports Wrestling would look if I just started a rumor and it's not true? Make me look stupid, wouldn't it? Of course. So who buys it? You know, I don't have any particular, um, but I don't want the Saudis. And Lord help us all, for some weird reason, ends up being Tony Khan. Lord help us all. Oh, excuse me. Um, other than that, just, they need to get their facts straight. Because, like I said, are you waking up to that and seeing on Twitter that Saudi Arabia signed over? Like, what? I mean, that was crazy. That was crazy and everything, and it's like, as far as, like, with Tony Khan and them buying it, then that would, like, kind of, like, defeat the purpose of, like, trying to build another company to take WWE on and everything, and he would just end up merging a bunch of AEW shit and stuff like that, and so I don't want that whole debacle and everything. And, you know, knowing him, all the uh, elite would have all the titles. Yeah, like they do now. Actually, well, no. Tony well, Khan would not be able to break up WWE, nor would he be able to merge the company into one conglomerate because then that would be monopolization, and that's actually that the, the um, FEC would actually come down on them for that. So, Tony Khan buying it would not be a uh, smart or good idea. Uh, no. It basically be WC, but WCW was going out of business regardless. That's why Vince bought it. Um, so he could have the catalog and keep those wrestlers in business. It's just like them buying it is the most. Um, whoever came up with that was smoking some weird fucking crack. Just gonna say, yeah. All right, all right, Jolly, give us your spill. I want Disney to buy it. I want Disney to fucking buy WWE. That way, I can say. Becky Lynch is a motherfucking princess and Rhea Ripley is a motherfucking Disney villain. <laughs> so you would be okay with just being funny. Charlotte Flair versus Elsa. Charlotte Flair versus Minnie Mouse. Hell um, yeah. Fuck that. Bring it on to him. <laughs> I think some people have had issues with Minnie Mouse for years, so <laughs> that yeah, would but, be... But, okay, but if we're going to go like that, then you're going to have Charlotte Flair versus Ray Skywalker. Yeah, Charlotte Flair versus um or why why let's move on from Charlotte Seth Rollins versus the Mandalorian, fuck it, bring it the fuck on the Avengers Charlotte Flair Becky Lynch versus the fucking um Yelena Belova and Kate Bishop, the New Widow and Hawkeye. I, I mean, there's just so much that it. Disney, just because Disney owns it doesn't mean Disney's gonna make them fight these people. I just, exactly. think, I just no. think, I just think, you know, I, I'm just in, in in the camp of if anybody has to buy it, like, who, who would I like to buy it? I, I, Disney would be fucking hilarious. Who do I think is gonna buy it? NBC Universal. Because NBC Universal knows how much of a money, the, money grab this is, and they know how much, especially with Peacock, how much it brings in. So they're not right. going to get rid of that with the ad revenue right there, hands down. They're not going to get rid of that. So 
it could be a double buy and it could be like a partnership with Disney and NBC Universal. Who knows? But the Saudis buying it right now, they're still having issues with their FS with their live golfing. And there's they just got the contract for FS1 and it is still kind of like they're still getting sponsorship. So it's actually been kind of hard for them to even get sponsorship because of the fact of this who the Saudis are. And there there's always been talk about how ooh, pardon me. Um with the Saudis that one thing that's something to point out the Saudi have fingers in everything unfortunately they they have it in Disney they have it in um Amazon they have it in NBC Universal they have it in with Elon Musk and Twitter like they have it everywhere there, there's no going with looking in any major company without seeing some sort of Saudi representation or Saudi uh, owned parts of it. So, you know, I just think that the dirt sheets just wanted to start shit. I think also what one of the reports that I saw, um, it was just a rumored report, is that the WWE put this out as a feeler to see how people would feel. And I think they got the feedback that they wanted. Yeah, Um, in spades. uh, Especially with you know, everybody being Sammy Zayn fans and everything that's going on with him and Kevin Owens and all them. So, yeah, I don't see them signing with Saudi just because of that. I think they will cause me too much headache because according to multiple people that are friends with people in the industry, um, they, that they're, if, if the fir- when the first rumors that Saudi could buy the company, I believe 85% of the talent would walk. Yeah, a good portion would, yeah. So, contracts be damned, people would walk. So, so I think they realize that that is a stupid, ignorant, and dumbass decision. Now, on to the other piece of news that happened earlier this week with Stephanie McMahon stepping down. There is a rumor, besides of her going in for surgery... That the reason why she stepped down is because she and Triple H are going to pull their money with investors and buy the company. That is another. I don't know how true that is. That is merely a rumor that I saw on a couple of different Facebook sites and on Twitter. I cannot remember offhand. I know it wasn't zero because some of the shit that he says is off the wall, even though it's humorous sometimes. Um, but. If that's the case, I would all be all for it if that happened, because then I would know that the company is in good hands. Do I trust Vince? No, Vince can go fuck himself with a poker from hell. He, he, I don't trust Vince in the slightest, but like he is under federal investigation. A lot of people need to realize that. So any yeah. any sale that he does will be scrutinized. Yeah, and it's like Vince needs to think about this whenever um, it comes to the sale and everything. There's the there's the option. Uh, I mean, there's a one part of like getting the most he can for the company so he can retire and 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 possibly get any kind of creative control because apparently that's what he wants as well. Uh, that what that's what some people are saying that he wants as well and everything. But he also needs to think about the future of the company because it's like. Because it's like, A, like you said earlier, Saudis are ha- have been having issues getting TV rights for live golf and everything. And then also, people are not going to want to deal with him. So it's a kind of a catch-22 and everything. So, And they're not going to want any type Vince involved in anything going forward. So it's just like, he really needs to pick his battles on this one because he could end up, he could end up doing like so much damage. What? Okay. But we all know this is not getting resolved anytime soon because sales take forever in a millennium. So people need to chill. All right. Speaking of Sammy. Okay. Friday night added added like another layer and it's like starting to we're starting to see like the disconnect between him and the bloodline a little bit more and everything. Oh my God. It's like, it's like, who's going to turn first? 
and it's just like I this is getting insane. I I I personally want um I want to see like Sammy like explode on the bloodline in Montreal at Elimination Chamber. But it's just like oof. Kayla, how do you see how do you see this going? Friday night pretty much triggered it. Like I mean, was he actually going to win the match? I don't know. We would have never known. Um, but he pretty much seemed to have it under control and, and I can feel his um, frustration. Like, Hey, why'd you all show up? Why'd you make him win DQ? I had it covered. He's going to explode because even though he says he's trust him, do you ever notice just some of the way Roman hugs him? Just his facial expression says it's all that he don't fully trust Sammy. And, um, and Kevin's right. He's Sammy's pretty much just there for I don't know for the hell of it, I guess. Um, but I do agree with you on Montreal. Let him just go wild. I don't know. Put a little bug in Kevin Owens' ear and say, "Hey, bud, I need backup." I'm pretty sure Kevin will be there. But um, it, it's just a matter of when he's going to snap, and I think it's going to be hilarious. So. Um, but I think Sammy's going to actually turn her back on them. I don't see the bloodline doing it, or I don't know. It could change that way. Cause yeah, if you think about it logically, look what they're already doing. They're technically splitting up what the bloodline has gained because your new number one contenders for the Royal Tag Team titles are Judgment Day, and Adam Pierce made that clear. And then there's rumors saying that. Um, Roman's supposed to lose the WWE title before WrestleMania. So, how's that? So, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. The fact, the the breaks and the fractures and stuff is already there. It's not just because Sammy caused it. It's because they caused it. Exactly. And it's just like, it could be a matter of just like, over the next few weeks, um, over the next several weeks, and up until Elimination Chamber, it's like you can see like everything like going, putting them putting like all the negativity or like like disrespect towards Sammy, towards Sammy, towards Sammy, and then bam at Elimination Chamber, he's had enough or something. I don't know, but it's just like that would be like the biggest fucking pop ever. Or if, or if they ended up beating Sammy down in Montreal. That would be the boo. It would be the biggest boo since that crowd booed Roman the day after WrestleMania when he beat The Undertaker. It would be even worse than that. I guarantee it. <laughs> Man. All right, Chester. What you got? Well, I've noticed the cracks for a while now, and it started with like before War Games, you know. Roman was for Sammy, and then all of a sudden, Jay got in his ear. Now Jay's on Sammy's side, but Roman's not. It's been like this weird, you know, Godfather-esque thing. But I, I do agree that it should happen. I think the cracks will actually start at the Rumble. Where, let's say, one of the Usos or Solo eliminates Sammy by quote-unquote accident. So you have that happen. And then, you know, it just keeps building and building and building. And finally, they just finally say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. And he just fucking snaps. Uh, and like you said, the Montreal Elimination Chamber. 100% agree with that. And it's going to lead to the Usos facing Sammy and KO at WrestleMania. It writes itself. It literally writes itself. It's right fucking there. So it'll be interesting to see how they let it play, but it, it would be about time that we we finally get the reuniting of Kevin Steen and El Generico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and apparently the plans are still in place. Apparently that um, that whatever titles uh, Usos have left by WrestleMania and everything. Um, Owens and Sammy are taking them off them. So it's like, and that's like one thing that uh, I think 
KO said that he's always always wanted and everything was to win the tag titles with Sammy or something like that. It's actually the only title he hasn't gotten is the tag title, but <laughs> but um yeah, that's actually gonna be crazy to see. And just can't wait to see what happens. It's like damn. I will say <sighs> something real quick about how we can predict what we think is going to happen, but it's always like Triple H does the opposite of what you're not expecting. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. I will jump back to Tony Khan. Tony Khan, you're an open book, bud. I can read you left and right and tell you exactly how your matches are going to end, who's going to win, and what's going to happen. Triple H, since he took over and got in charge, same way with Shawn Michaels on NXT. You don't know what the heck is going to happen. And what it does, it's like, oh, okay. Because, I mean, honestly, these returns, we had a feeling that the returns were going to come back, but they were unexpected. And it was big shocker. You know, like, obviously, at SummerSlam, we knew Bailey was probably going to come back because she was due to come back. And the fact that you heard Dakota's music go off. Nobody saw that coming. Um, the way they brought Johnny Gargano back after a commercial. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was a puzzling one. That was, that was crazy. And then, you know, yes, to this day, I still think it's epic considering I met them last year in June and in my hometown on Friday Night Smackdown, two of my absolute favorites shows up in Greenville and takes out Drew McIntyre and tells the bloodline that their time is running out. You know, and it's just... And honestly, the question, you know, people had asked him, you know, are you coming back to WWE? And Scarlett always said, and even in interviews, I told him we would eventually be back, but she didn't think it was going to be Two months later, after winning a title on Indies, you know, it's so unexpected. And that's what I love about Triple H. And like Julia said, if Triple H and Stephanie are going with investors to buy the company, WWE is going to be better than what it is. And that's what the fans want. Mm -hmm. They keep you guessing. They keep you on the edge of your seat. And... You don't see what's coming. When you can look, like I said, you do not, as a wrestling fan, yes, I understand WWE is scripted and they have their things. But here lately, it's beginning to think, is AEW running with the script? Because it's the same thing over and over again. WWE, a little different, keeps you guessing. You don't want to keep throwing the same people down somebody's throat each and every day. And I am sick and tired of the elite. I used to love those three but not anymore. Right. It's just all it's, that's all I feel. It's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But if you put him up against Sammy Guevara, I'd probably root against him in a heartbeat. But <laughs> other than that, I'm just so tired of the freaking elite. I'm like, I put the acclaim over top of the elite. I put Death Triangle over the other. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I know we were talking about Tony Khan earlier with him possibly uh, reports about him buying WWE or whatever, but it's just like someone tweeted out this week. Um, Tony Khan buying WWE wouldn't be so long as wouldn't be so bad as long. Triple H is head of creative. WWE and AEW are still two two complete different shows. Vince isn't involved in management. ROH NXT still developmental. Storytelling is still strong. Crossovers aren't being a main focus. I mean, it's like it'd be kind of more. It kind of be um, ironic if I mean, even if Tony Khan did buy that, but it's like, yeah. I mean, I can see a lot of that list, but no, 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 no. Yeah, let, it, let, let's be let's be fair. It wouldn't be Tony buying it. He'd be asking Daddy for a loan. So it'd be Chad Khan buying it. That's so true. That is so true. <sighs> Shit. Uh, yeah, I saw that one too. Uh, did y'all have any crazy tweets? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh no. 
this one is from Augusto Alelite. You see, I got a couple from him. It's kind of a little interesting. He said, hashtag, thank you, Tony Khan, for saving wrestling. Somebody We're back goes, at that again. Somebody says, honestly, you can't mean that. Please explain to me how he saved wrestling. <laughs> oh, I agree with the second person. <laughs> yeah, save wrestling my ass. Okay, um, here's another one. This is from AJG424. He says, Vince McMahon has returned. Mania, screwed. TJ, uh, Judgment Day, screwed. LA Knight, screwed and fired. Bray Wyatt, screwed and fired. Cross, screwed and fired. Every other rehired star, screwed and fired. Lesnar, multiple champion. Titles unified, never. Well, no shit. The titles will never be unified. There's two different fucking shows. Fucking moron. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Put down the fucking crack pipe, you piece of fucking stupid ass goddamn bullshit motherfucker. You stupid ass cunt. Goddamn it. Stupid ass fucking people need to be fucking lobotomized and taken out of our misery. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Oh my god. And someone says, which is Milano Mob. What kind of name is that? I don't think folks really understand the reason of Jade being crowned the first TBS champion. Part of that was so AEW could speed up her growth and ring development, and it's not rocket science, folks, and to turn whoever's dethroning her into the next star in the division. But here's what? The, but here's the thing. If they wanted to make her the next star, they should have teamed her up with somebody that could help her become that. Nobody, she was by herself. She didn't have the, like, she didn't have any of the things that would make somebody a star. Like, look at, let's take a, a, a let's see, who could I say about this uh, right now that would be considered that? And even in WWE. Okay. Otis was a good wrestler. But he wasn't great. Yeah. But since they put him with Chad Gable, he's been he's fucking been great. Yeah. If they put her with, let's say, Vicky Guerrero, or even working with her and Nyla Rose, or even, God forbid, Britt Baker, then you would have her under the tutelage of somebody that's actually decent in their craft. Yeah. Or has knowledge of their craft. I wouldn't hate Jade as much as I do because she's just shoved down our throats. It's like causing, it's all you see is Jade this or you hear Jade that. Oh, she's the best. Motherfucker, no, she's not. She can't even wrestle circles out the, around the fucking NXT women could beat the fucking shit out of her. This is probably the only one in the women's division in NXT that she could beat. Wait, who? Nikita Lyons. Oh, I don't know why she wrestled here a couple times. She might have done her. Okay, this next one. I got one more after this one. This is okay. the original tweet. Exedi did. That's what their name is. did. Okay. Jay Cargill, no press pro wrestling experience. Now a main star, na mainstream star. Hook, no professional wrestling experience. Now incredibly technically sound. Tay Mello, visible and ring improved within the months of signing. AEW has the best development in wrestling today. Hang on. The Augusta Elite commented over top of it and said, Hickabottom's guidance can never create the megastars like Jade, Hook, and future Hall of Fame Anna J.A.S. <laughs> that one needs to put down the damn crack, crack pipe and everything. The only one I give any kind of credit as far as like developmental or anything like that is Hook. He's, he's the only he's the only one. I'm sorry, but who's Hook's father? Taz. Exactly. And Ty Conti, she was actually decent in NXT. She just couldn't get over because she was flatter than a wet fucking noodle. Exactly. Now she's over AEW breaking noses and doing bullshit with her stupid boyfriend. I'm sorry, hubby. Hubby. All right. This last one. This is my last one. It is not I about was... Jade or AEW. It is about our current SmackDown Women's Champion. 
Oh, okay. Former World Tag Team Champion Renee Dupree said on his podcast about Charlotte Flair. She looks a lot older. I'm not trying to be mean, but she looks like a girl in her mid-40s. Is this the one who's, is this the same Renee Dupree who recently said that Mandy Rose inspired him to uh, start up an OnlyFans page as well? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Jealous much? Uh oh. Why are you grabbing your phone, Jolie? <laughs> she trying to find the fucking tweet. <laughs> okay, you stupid, ugly ass, horse looking motherfucker. I'm sorry. You look like a fucking 40-year-old woman. She looks like a 30-year-old woman, you fucking cow horse dick look-looking motherfucker. Oh my god, I've seen uglier men in porn that look better than you. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, you piece of shit. Yeah, you are jealous because she's a jawline that you could never have. She's got a nose that you could never have. Her smile is fantastic, and you look like you've been kicked in the face with a donkey's dick. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. You need to shut your fucking mouth and stop talking about women at all. Exactly. Holy crap. Loser. And speaking of development and stuff, this is not a tweet. I honestly think it's awesome of who Cody decided to train with, Carmelo Hayes and Joe Gacy out of NXT. Excellent choices. Mm-hmm. I mean, I may kind of despise Joe Gacy right now, but hey. Well, look, Joe a- Gacy just scares the living fucking shit out of me because of his last fucking name. <laughs> I'm sorry. You pick one of the most prolific serial killers and you act like a fucking cult leader my dude yeah you're gonna freak the shit out of some of us older millennials right oh let me guess you're watching the football game missed the extra point you missed the extra point uh Bengals or ravens Bengals. okay yeah mcpherson because it's like yeah it's like tucker missing an extra point sheesh Man. All right. So, Kayla, was that the last one? Yep, that was the last one. All right. Jolian, I'm assuming you don't have anything? Uh, I do have a question that I saw. It was a poll. Okay. Out of these three, who do you think has become the more organic actor? The Rock, John Cena, or Dave Bautista? Me, personally, um... I love Cena. I love Peacemaker. However, the roles that Batista has been getting lately, and the reason why I bring this up is that, yes, I am watching Sunday Night Football. I am watching the divisional or the wild card game with the Bengals and Ravens, and they had the commercial for the, the that new movie and the Shyamalan movie. Yeah. And he's playing such a serious kind of psychotic role. Not the preview. Not the preview. But it's it's like he's not one dimensional. Um, as much as I love The Rock, he's one dimensional. As much as I love Cena, he's one dimensional. The Miz is one dimensional. Mox, when he acted, he was one dimensional. Randy Orton, one dimensional. But when it comes to Batista, he has completely changed how he is act like him as Drax is going to be iconic like that that role in there um knives at a uh, glass onion he was amazing in that movie funny as hell too yeah it's so, like to me he's one of the and this is me coming from like like being a wrestler and a nerd you know he's the one that is the most organically moving actor. Plus, you know, him deciding to take uh, Manny Pacquiao's tattoo off of his arm because he found out he was homophobic and transphobic makes him even more of an awesome dude in my eyes. But I've always loved him ever (laughs) since I found out that his mom was gay and how he wanted to always fight the homophobes. Like, it's like, yeah, the dude's an asshole to fans, but 
he he will always stand up for the community. I mean, Cena stands up for the community too, which I absolutely love. But yeah. what do you what do you ladies think? Who do you think out of those three is the more organic actor? Kayla, you can go first. Gosh. Um Honestly, I guess I would have to say The Rock. There's just some different things that he's done. And then in a way I could see where you say Batista too. So um it's kind of hard of a tricky question because you know, I know John Cena has a few movies out there that was pretty good. Um except for one. Thank goodness he only had a small part in it, but still. Mm-hmm. One of the ones you don't know I'm talking about, I'm talking about train wreck. Um please don't watch it if you never want to look at John Cena the same. Um <laughs> but um kind of a tricky question. But um I say the rock and then Batista and John Cena probably be in my order if I had to choose. Your turn, Kat. Okay. I mean I haven't seen uh, I haven't like fully watched like any of Cena's movies from like start to finish and everything. I've seen of course, I've seen some of the rock stuff and um, seen a little bit of clips from Batista and everything. But Jolie, it's like you were mentioning that new movie with Shyamalan, M. Night Shyamalan and everything. Just from the type of movies that M. Night Shyamalan does and Batista's voice in that, whenever he was talking, it was just like eerie. It was chilling. And I was just like going, it is fucking perfect. So, to answer your question, I got to go Batista a thousand percent. And I'm not just saying that because he's my all-time favorite and everything. Based on that question alone, it's a thousand percent Batista. It's a very good question, though. Okay, so, I said that... Okay, so... I said this to y'all earlier this week, but I wanted to save it today because I knew y'all were going to like go off. So, um, well, it was like multiple tweets from the same jackass. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to bring it up again today so I could really get y'all like in depth, um, reactions to it. So Mr. At heavy underscore Mac 89. Uh, apparently there was like a long discussion going on, but some of these answers, yeah, do need some help. All right, so number one, Trip, Triple H has yet to make a truly mainstream star from any area uh, era of the NXT. Meanwhile, Jade is more mainstream than anyone in NXT today and 90% of the main roster. All on, I got more. Okay, and then someone brought up Roman, and then he replied, Roman isn't mainstream. The Rock, Stone Cold, Logan Paul, Ronda Rousey, they are mainstream. NXT cannot create stars, and I'm tired of pretending NXT can. Black and Gold was a disaster that saw a high turnover rate. 2.0 is a disaster so bad. WWE has has been set back a decade. Meanwhile, AEW has stars who have permitted... Uh, permitted the mainstream like Jade has. Jade has been a few with with a mainstream rapper in Bow Wow. Sammy and Ty feuded with American Top Team who are mainstream. Paige Van Sant is all elite. WWE has only nostalgia. And hold on. And then last one response. And Bianca is popular but she isn't Sasha Banks or Jade Cargill popular. Bianca is a title loss away from being from irrelevancy, no matter who it is. Mean Jade, meanwhile, even if she loses her championship, she'll still have heat. All right, who who who, who was first on that one? Hey, but what? I have to. Oh, no. <laughs> the hell was you smoking when you said all that crap? Let's see, Jade Cargill couldn't beat half of the WWE roster. Bianca Belair is Sasha Banks because she works her ass off just like Sasha. Ugh, I can't even say her name now. Sorry, Sasha Mercedes. I'm sorry I'm butchering your name. I'm getting tongue twisted. Um, Because she worked her ass off just like that. You don't compare Jade Cargill to anybody on the da- damn WWE roster. Um, Let's see. 
Logan fucking Paul mainstream? What the hell? He had one lucky match against Roman Reigns. Guess what, asshole? He lost. And he might get lucky to be back in the Rumble. I think he is going to be in the Rumble. Lord help us all. You're going to get squashed and eliminated just like that. Um, Roman Reigns may be the head of the table, might be cocky as hell, may not seem that he can't win a championship on his home lately without his bloodline or his wonderful bald-headed walrus at, at the ringside. But he's still better than most of those AEW people and half of the people in the wrestling community. Once again, Jade Cargill is not one of the best damn wrestlers in there. A little side note, she hasn't wrestled Chris Statlander. It's going to happen. Tay, Tay and Sammy, best, greatest couple. <laughs> you haven't beaten Karrion Cross and Scarlett. You haven't touched Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. Um, how about Keith Lee and Mia Yim? Have you ever wrestled them? Ooh, um, I'd love to see that. Let's see. How about Miz and Maurice and Edge and Beth? How about I'll give you an even more of a legend? Undertaker and Michelle McCool. Could they beat them? No. I, I, Dude. I, Yes. Triple H and Stephanie. Triple H and Stephanie is another good one. Tay and Sammy are bitch and bitchette. Don't know nothing else better to do than break other people's noses. Mm-hmm. And cost shit. And follow right. the JAS. <sighs> so, what you call a main- mainstream that they're not? Get your facts straight. Do some research. Because you're lacking some shit. And NXT, I admit, I may not watch it every week. Yes, I write the preview for our website. But I know what's going on. And those wrestlers work their ass off. Former champions like Apollo Crews, Natalia. We recently just seen Jinder Mahal return last week at New Year's Evil. These are all people that's going down there to help build these NXT superstars up. Some some of them may not need them to help them build them up. Look at Carmelo Hayes. Look at Wes Lee. He's working one of the greatest NXT superstars that went to the main roster and is back, and that's Dijak. Development of NXT is helping. It's improving. Yes, Hickenbottom or Shawn Michaels, whatever you want to call him, is doing so much better with it now. It's intriguing. It's better than what NXT 2.0 was. It's back to what NXT was at one point. Mm -hmm. So, before you start accusing people of being non-mainstream or being mainstream, don't compare them to Jane and these other miscreants that can't wrestle. Because WWE roster of men, female, included NXT you're way outnumbered in AEW. Mm-hmm. They could take out every single one of you. Every single one of you. Don't get me wrong. I got some absolute favorites in AEW. I love watching them every week. But I don't compare them to what WWE. I don't. Do I have dream matches of who they want to go up against? Uh, Yeah. I'll tell you one of them. Chris Statlander versus Charlotte Flair. Chris Statlander versus Becky Lynch. Or just a few names. But I don't compare them to each other because they have their own personalities, their own style, their own wrestling ways, because that's what they were trained. So keep your mouth shut. This is actually being sugarcoated. It's not going to be what even more Lauren Jester has to say after me. So, yeah. Good luck. Um, Jolie, uh, am I convening court? No, I got this. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, she's these days and thems. It is time for your jackass of the week. That dude. That dude is the jackass of the week. That is the most jackassiest thing I've ever fucking heard. I listen to Tony Khan speak when he's all coked up. Number one, you want to talk about mainstream Becky Lynch, motherfucker, right there. Mainstream as it gets. She is known... You know, uh, by a lot of people 
And she's loved by a lot of people. Let's see. Mainstream, mainstream. Seth Rollins is fucking mainstream. Oh, who else? Oh, shit. There's so many people. Oh, Usos, Bray Wyatt, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Sasha. Like you, you want you want to put Sasha's name in your mouth, but you know, you don't understand the shit that she has gone through. Technically, she's more mainstream than Jade ever will be. She's in fucking Star Wars, you stupid cunt. Moving on. Jade is only popular with AEW Smarks. She is. The only people that I hear talking about how great she is are you guys. Whereas a lot of us criticize her. Or either don't like her. But a lot of it is being critical of how she performs in ring. Now, let's move on to Jay Conti. uh, Tay Conti, or Tay Mello, <laughs> whatever the fuck her name is, and Sammy, I'm a douchebag, Guevara being more popular than anybody in the WWE. Look, jackass, she already said Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. I'll even do Charlotte Flair and Andrade. Or, uh, I don't know, Sonia and her girlfriend who aren't, who isn't even in the company, are more mainstream and better looking than the two of you guys are and even more popular i mean hell look at mandy rose and her boyfriend they're way more popular than you two are cody and brandy cody and brandy oh yes that one must sting though doesn't it (laughs) that your daddy left you is that why you know that is that why you're upset jackass because daddy cody left you because he realized that he needed to finish something for his family. And then he can move on and actually probably retire from the company. From wrestling and focus on his family. And maybe focus on making the product for all companies better. You pick and choose what you like and what you don't like. And to put down Bianca Belair. Whom Sasha Banks elevated to be her successor. And you saw her be picked as her successor. And to do something that Jade Cargill will never, ever fucking do. And that is main event WrestleMania as a black woman. So, I don't even remember what your fucking ad is, dude. But you are definitely the jackass of the Jester's Week. Fuck you and have a nice day. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, stupidity at its best, and I'm being very, very kind here. He must uh, have been dropped at birth. Probably. Who knows? Repeatedly. All right. So, besides final thoughts and everything, let's also in. Uh, I mentioned a wholesome moment earlier. Let's start with the. Con- let's end with the congratulations, Ricochet, Samantha Irvin. Congratulations, oh, on your engagement, and very well done. And Oh, I saw that picture and I was like, I was like, going, aww. <laughs> I would also like to wish um, Ginny a happy retirement because she just announced that she is retiring from wrestling yes, because of injury. Mm-hmm. But isn't she also Gunther's girlfriend, fiance? Yes, she's with Gunther. I then, don't remember their exact status, but yeah. Then, honey, you're fine. You're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got that mountain of a man to climb. <laughs> and as long as he's running with his uh, title and he makes money, so I think she, yeah, she's good. Oh my gosh! Well, not even that. Like, but she, she, even she can actually probably go back and help, you know, train. I think she'd be definitely good for like Triple H. And for the fact for y'all to use his God-given fucking name, y'all are fucking petty bitches. Oh, Hicken Bottom, go fuck yourself. It's Shawn Michaels or HBK. Yeah, I mean, with NXT Europe coming up soon and everything, Jenny could definitely go and help out with them, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. All right, Jolie, final thoughts? Final thoughts, final thoughts, final thoughts. It's going to be a a hellish week for me coming up. Um, Don't know what day it is, but it's going to be a divisional, a truly divisional round of the NFC 
teams with the Eagles taking on the Giants next weekend. Uh, I'm I am hearing Saturday, so we will see. Uh, I kind of hope not because I have to work for Thursday and Friday, and I would like a little bit of a break. Um, but yeah, no. So it's going to be a very fun week for me as an Eagles fan and as a sports fan. Uh, but other than that, no, just I will be uh, taking the time to take some pictures. Seems to be helping. All right. Kayla? Other than um, February 3rd, can't get in here any faster. Uh, I know, right? um, For those of you who don't know, um, Friday Night Smackdown is coming back to my hometown. I missed it back in August when they came um, because I was in West Virginia for a family reunion. Don't get me wrong. I love my family. You know, but the fact that I heard a certain dead silent music and that Cross and Scarlet returned to Greenville made me aggravated because I couldn't see them. But um, so I'm hoping that they're they haven't been showing up at house shows or certain SmackDowns and whatever they've been on. So hopefully they're there the third. But I believe it should be good all along because certain Queen is back and I always love seeing her right inside the ring and hearing her promos. So um, and also that's that's the first SmackDown after the Rumble the Royal Rumble. So. That and, that'll definitely be that definitely should be him be there. He should be there. And another one that mom and I is excited. We are excited to hopefully we can be part of the Bray Wyatt entrance. Oh yeah. Because seeing because that on like... TV with the you know, the flashlights that look like fireflies. And we noticed on Friday absolute silence. He was the only one that you could hear his music play. Like some of these come out, you don't hear their theme at all. Yeah, but his you heard it, and it was just we want to be part of that. So February third can't get here any fast enough. And the best thing, it'll be a three day weekend for me. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but no, everyone just stay safe, be careful out there. Um, you know how our years have been lately. Our favorite celebrities, family members, and stuff, you know, are starting to pass away again. So prayers, thoughts to everybody, and just. Stay safe out there. Be careful. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, just um, be kind to one another because um, things are still crazy as always. So you never know who actually could use a friendly voice. Except you, Sammy Guevara. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but I, but I will say this: um, we had the recent passing of Lisa Marie Presley. To anyone out there especially that it was pushed with damar is pushing that the vaccine killed her i would like to point out one one small detail that you jackasses don't want to see her dad died when he was 42 years old of a heart disease and being a fat bastard and she's had heart issues her entire life she's now reunited with her dad and with her son and all we can do now is send love to Priscilla and to our other children that are here. Because Elvis was a big part of my life because of my grandmother. So her passing kind of... I'm still a little like shocked that it, it happened because we just saw her at the Golden Globes. So, yeah, be nice to people. And she actually had heart disease. Yeah. it. She lived... 12 years longer than her father which is crazy to think exactly Pat if you're trying to be like Bray White can you just admit it no I'm not <laughs> trust me I'm not I've been irritated as fuck the whole night thank god this is only audio hey at least it wasn't as creepy as it was like la- uh, last uh, last week with Jolie where it literally looked like she was doing the whole bright it just like the little symbol popped up like what the heck well right. it hasn't happened since then so i don't know i think it's with zoom maybe at least mine not yours yours was that was some like there's hardware issue with yours like you got dropped or something i don't know because I, I i unplugged my camera and so this is the camera from the laptop so did you do your zoom update i didn't have one and you didn't have one she didn't have one well, she didn't have one. 
<sighs> so, but the most important part worked. It got my voice across. That's all that matters right now. And on that note, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. And next time, guess what it is, ladies? Ooh, yes, yes, yes! Predictions! It's predictions! Woo! I almost forgot shit. <laughs> Let's go!